you're probably going to get a lot of sarcasm, and that would be <laughs> because I am sitting here with my cousin, Celeste, and her and I have a pretty healthy dose of sarcasm. <laughs> we were born with it. It's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, you can blame our DNA on this. Our parents. We get to blame Grandparents? Our... <laughs> How far back could we go? We could go forever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Well, I wanted to have her here today. Big special thing is today's actually her birthday, so this was sort of a last-minute trip. She came to visit, and she doesn't live close, and so doing a trip cast with her is such a treat. <laughs> so, Celeste, welcome to Chirpcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Listened to by a few. <laughs> <laughs> Us, at least. <laughs> yeah, I know my mom listens, so there's that. <laughs> Well, today we actually took a little bit of a trip, and it turned into an object lesson. Yeah, it was interesting. So the other day, my husband Brian and I were working out in the field, and I noticed that as we were at the end of the row, some of the vines actually had, like, looked like water droplets. And I didn't know. I assumed that it was... (laughs) like sap and I didn't think that vines had sap. That's a new thing for me. You would think after 20 plus years being out here with him I should know this but I did not and I noticed it and I it just looked like there was a bunch of water on one of the ends of the vines and where it was kind of broken and so I was like hey babe what is this? Why why is it all wet over here? And he said that when the vines are getting ready to bloom or bud out they don't bloom. There's no flowers. Sorry. When they get ready to... Please don't call with your complaints about our lack of knowledge of agriculture. Thank you. Yeah. They will promptly be ignored. So I was like, why is this... Why is it all wet? And he said that when they get ready to bud, that it's called pushing. And it's basically the nutrients and the water inside. And it comes through out the ends of the vines and out of the branches. And I was like, that's really cool. How come I never noticed that before? And he's like, because you don't pay attention to anything, (laughs) which is a whole other topic, but we're not going to talk about that today. That has nothing to do with it. So my cousin and I were sitting in the kitchen and we had just gotten done eating and we're so stuffed right now, but we decided to go for a little walk out into the vineyard. And I said, I want to show you something. So we walked out there and sure enough, some of the vines have these perfect little water droplets coming out of them. Some of them actually like mini streams. Mini faucets. Yeah. Like like little, I mean, there, it's a pretty steady drip on some of those things. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And so I was telling her about this and um, I was like, you know what? This is like, we kind of started throwing around a little scripture because, you know, we're cool like that. <laughs> and <laughs> Preacher's kids. We're the yeah. worst. <laughs> So we're, we're coming in the house and I'm like, let's do a chirp cast. We're going to talk about this. So nonetheless, we have no notes in front of us. Nope. Nope. No, no. We, we were flying by the seat of our pants. Yes. Which is basically like could sum up like the ministry of our full entire family, right? Right. <laughs> ministry by the seat of your pants. Pretty so, much. um... So we were talking about this, and so you had mentioned um, the scripture, John 15. says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. You know what's really interesting about that second verse? That's five and six. Um... 
Amy was also mentioning how tomorrow she and a couple of their laborers are going to be, or friends who happen to work for them, uh, are going to be they going... They'll be working tomorrow. Right. Right. They are yeah. friends, hopefully after tomorrow still. <laughs> after how many acres? Oh, lots. 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 <laughs> lots. lots of miles. Lots of miles of walking, and they're going to get their steps in tomorrow and for a couple days after. Yes. But one of the things I was noticing is that... There's uh, these clumps of wood laying in some of the rows and, you know, you have to do something with them. You can't leave them there because, uh, you know, one, they just, it's They not... would totally be in the way of the tractor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Someone's going to trip and fall. Anyway, but they have to be picked up. Yeah, and there's a, a few different reasons why those branches would fall off. And some of them, it's just because the tractor pulls through and it knocks some old dead oversized branches off uh, sometimes they fall off naturally because it's just time for them to fall off and but it, it really speaks to uh, what happens because he's right they'll be picked up and they'll be done away with that's what happens when we don't remain in Christ we're we're picked up and we're wasted yeah and it's it's wasteful and that also looks like I so I took a couple of pictures because I'm I love two things for sure one of them happens to be weird words. <laughs> And the other one is pictures that really kind of speak to me. So I took a picture, and I I was actually trying to take a picture of the drip that was coming off of the vine. But um, I noticed that there was this little tiny clump of dried up raisins. (laughs) Well, they're grapes. But they look like raisins now because they've been there since last harvest. So they've been sitting out in the weather. And they weren't connected to anything. It was just this clump of a handful of fruit, but they weren't good for anything. Mm-mm. There was no there was no life in them. They were just kind of laying there. They looked like they were connected, but they weren't. They kind of had the same color and the texture of the wood that they were sitting next to, but they were not connected. There was nothing about them that spoke life. They were just dead. They were sitting there. I guess my question to you would be, what do you look like? What kind of connection to God do you have? Do you just look a little bit like God? Do you talk the right talk? Do you have the right words and the right phrases to say? Or are you actually connected to the life source? And I think when we're not connected to the life source, we find ourselves just kind of drying up. And you had actually mentioned about your gifts. Yeah. Because the word talks about how... um... You know, we have the fruit of the spirit. When we're connected to the vine, we bear fruit. Right. And if we're not connected, then we're not really good for anything after that. There's no life. There's no supplying for the needs of other people as as God fills us. Because the word also talks about him being uh, a river of life. Mm -hmm. And you've got these vines and they're pushing all of that nutrients up and it's coming out of them. If you're connected to the vine. Right. There's going to be some sort of life flow coming out of you, whether you're bearing fruit or you're pushing out water. You're either feeding someone or you're getting someone wet. And either way, they're being affected by you. And right. I just, God knew what he was doing when he made the analogy. Christ, when he was you know, talking to his disciples, he was talking to people. And he's throwing out all these different analogies and stuff. He's, there's a word for that. The parables? The, yeah, <laughs> there's the parables. Yeah. yeah, there's that word too. But there's another word. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But but basically, he's saying, guys, look, this is an incredibly graphic, very realistic way of looking at yeah. who we are and who we can be. And yeah. apart from him, 
we're not good for anything anymore. And not to say that we are not valuable to him and he doesn't love us, but we're not doing anything at that point because he's the one that does all of it. He's the one that's pushing his spirit through us. He's the one that's speaking through us and pouring out of us so that we can be effective, so that we can minister to other people and pour over. And that's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point of being a Christian. The whole point of being a follower of Christ, or as Brian spoke this morning, actually, today is Mm -hmm. Sunday, because you're probably going to hear this on Wednesday, but (laughs) today is actually Sunday, and Brian gave a message today talking about doubting Thomas, and how, you know, he kind of gets a bad rap for being the doubter, like, that's the one time in in history of the (laughs) Bible that's recorded he does something that we actually identify with. You know, that's his label forever. Thank goodness that's not us. He's a scapegoat, though. Yeah, totally. totally (laughs) Yeah, it's totally all him. It's not us. We're never that person. One thing that Brian had brought out is that Thomas was actually the one who had gone to what is current India and shared the gospel. The gospel. Yeah. He was the first one. And that's not the actions of someone who wasn't plugged in anymore. Exactly. You cannot bear fruit. You can't go and be an advocate for something that you don't believe in. So, Oh, for sure. He was called Doubting Thomas. But you know what? I think we need to, uh, as Brian was saying, take the scarlet letter off of Thomas. It's not. God. <laughs> yeah. was, G- Christ was speaking directly to him when he said, hey, Thomas, yeah. put your hands in my in the prints in my hands and, and yeah. put your hand in my side and identify with that's how Thomas needed to believe but what do you need to believe we all have an area where we go I would I would believe more if what is that because we all have one he was just willing to talk about his out loud we like to cover ours yeah, up. We don't we want like, to talk about our yes. No, because that's... Our, our conditions on God, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I am I... so sure. Like, I have any right whatsoever to have a condition on God. Oh, but, but we think we do. <laughs> oh, we and, do. And we want to we justify it. it. And we do justify it. And it just seems like yeah. that God, is so incredibly religious. It, it reminds me of having a conversation with a friend recently. We were talking about, you know, when bad things happen, the first thing usually is let go oftentimes is our relationship with God. The yeah. Because, and it's not necessarily that we completely walk away from God. In some cases, yes, that does happen. But most often, walking away from God looks a lot like being the fruit that lays next to the vine, but not connected mm. to the vine. And how many times are we in, the, quote, the right place? That fruit is, it's in the right place. Yeah. Yep. It's, even, it's even around the right nutrients. Yep. It's around the right... Uh, soil. Mm-hmm. It's around the right kind of water. It's around, every, but it's not plugged in. Right. And I have been there. I've been that fruit before. I've been yeah. hanging on the vine and good for nothing because I refuse to identify with my source. I refuse to let him be yeah. the one that fulfills and, and pushes his spirit into me and feeds me and loves on me enough to go, hey, I love you, so I'm going to prune you. I love you, I'm going to take care of you. The word yeah. calls him the husbandman. He's the, the vine dresser. He's yes. the one, he takes care of us. And man, I just, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. Because yeah. I, I can't do this by myself. By myself, I am dried up. And you know what? I may be 41 today and looking a little peaked, <laughs> but I am not peaked in my spirit. Uh, so there's a difference. My, my spirit man is... <laughs> 
well on its way to what's, being the, what's the scripture? There's a scripture that says, I don't even know where it's found. But there's a scripture that says, though outwardly we perish, inwardly, daily, we are renewed. There it is. There it is, you folks. Know? I don't need a facelift. No, you don't. My spirit man is young. <laughs> Thank goodness. Amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, we're sitting here behind a mic and Amy said, we're going to, we're going to do a chirp cast. And I'm like, oh, I don't have my lashes on. Amy, <laughs> Amy bought me false lashes for my birthday and they're adorable. They're very cute. And I wore them to church because I, well, because they, it's church. It was church. <laughs> and it'd be rude not to. <laughs> so I said, I don't have my lashes on. She's like, oh no, no, there's no camera. It's just, we're sitting behind a mic. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I have to go to my lashes. You don't have to go put them on snuffle up against. You're good. Oh my, gosh. oh my goodness. Okay, well, I hope that you were encouraged today in this crazy little Bible episode of uh, ministry by the seat of our pants. Right. And I feel like we should write a book about this. We should. We've all been, the crazy times that our families the, have moved right. and oh my word, yeah, changed churches and oh my goodness, just all the all the different. Anybody else would look at our lives and probably call them dysfunctional, and we look at it and we go, but that's normal. normal. <laughs> that's just how we were raised. What do you mean uh, you, do you don't mean? trust God like that? <laughs> Oh, anyway. oh, goodness. Well, I hope that you were encouraged and that Indeed. we brought a smile to your face, hopefully lightened your burdens a little bit today. Uh-huh. Um, feel free to follow me for crazy amounts of encouragement, scripture, and the like on Instagram mm-hmm. at Um We will catch you next time. Bye.